All right, y'all. So it's day three coming to an end in theory. Going into day four, it's now, what, seven minutes after three? I, I've, I haven't seen my bed before 2.30 so far yet, and tonight's going to be fun. So I am happy to be joined by uh, two really good friends and two new friends. So Jim is back again. So Jim, thanks. Again, no security. They went to bed. Yeah. Oh, okay. dude, they tapped out hours ago, yeah. man. All right. And then uh, Kleiker is with us. So Matt, you guys know him from the playthroughs and everything. So say hi, Matt. Hey, All right. That's then, right. I'll hold this for you. Thank you. All right. All right. Then we got two new guys. So two, I, they could have been serial killers. Could, <laughs> I did warn Amanda that if you don't hear from me after BGGCon, um, this is their names. Their names are Kyle and Jason. And, yeah, I don't want to tell you. You guys introduce yourselves. Well, yeah. first of all, you can't prove anything. Fair enough. Right. I am still alive, so there's that. Second of all, the con isn't over. I mean, you still don't know <laughs> anything. Um, I cannot argue, right? All right. Yeah, so I'm Kyle, um, and I picked up on Edward's tweet about a week ago, said, hey, extra ticket. So I said, sure. I dragged my extra buddy Jason over here into it, and here we are. And you, you guys didn't have a room at the time, and I was like, well, I, it's me and Sweater Mike. You guys can grab some floor space if you want, and hopefully you don't kill us, and here we are. Also, we, we clearly haven't killed you, and, and there's only been a minimal amount of spooning. That has been an ongoing, <laughs> what ongoing. You, what you and Mike do in your bed is I am not here to judge. It's no, no, no. All, all kidding aside, it's actually been really good. You guys brought your, you brought, you brought, <laughs> you brought. What a, happens at BGG stays at BGG until it gets recorded. You guys have an air mattress, and then yeah, so we're all good. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then dot dot dot. So first con has been pretty great. So, so this, is, this is your first BGG con or first this, convention. This, this is, is our first convention. This is our first time breaking out of my living room to play board games with people we don't know. I have no idea how this is sounding right now, but you guys are reminding me very much of the old Larry Bud Melman sketches on Letterman where he would go out and interview people and he would say, so what do you think of the con? <laughs> and he'd pull the microphone back to him. And then he'd put it while he's asking the question and pull it back. So keep it up. It's entertaining. We should have video here. <laughs> so, yeah, I, we, we, uh, we show up to the con, what, Wednesday night. Uh, we missed the first day. We got in in the, in the evening. Edward shows up. I'm expecting a, hey, here's your key. Have fun. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, I, it, and, and here's my Venmo account. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and no, uh, he's like, all right, hey, come with me. We're going this way. We're going to go to the elevator. We're going down. Uh, here's registration desk. Here's your badge. Uh, you get these free games. And then let me show you every single aspect of the convention right now. You're with me, and we're going to get the full tour. And that was awesome, dude. And, and then we played Peak Oil. And then we went straight into and, games with you and your buddies. And Kyle just dominated you, which made me concerned that we just wouldn't be allowed in the room afterwards. Hashtag good teacher. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> which has been his hashtag the entire <laughs> first three days. 
I, I teach for a living now, so it makes sense you that I... certainly don't play. Well, those, <laughs> no, who, no. those who can't do, teach. teach. Exactly. So there's no shame in that, right? But no, I mean, with this being y'all's first convention, I, I didn't realize it was your first convention convention. I thought it was your first BGG con. So I, I would have hoped that somebody would take me under their wing and show me the ropes and do all that. So I was just doing what, what I thought anybody would do it just it made sense right so it's been awesome and this is someone who pretty much just file follows kyle around to play board games and i have really enjoyed just hanging out and he picks out the games comes up we find some people to play games we've played a lot of games with y'all and the the people you you've introduced us to Sweater Mike's been all over the place with you guys lately, oh, right? yeah. Today we played Roads and Boats, and Kyle's still my friend after Roads and Boats. <laughs> I, I learned what that game can be about. <laughs> Don't leave your stuff unprotected. But, but yeah, no, it's, it's been really fun to actually, like, just try out a bunch of new games that I've never played and then just hang out with a bunch of new people. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, I, I want to talk about Hinkle and Stein. Oh, oh, Let, let's let's just cut to the chase. Right, I want right, to talk right, about Hinkle and Stein. Hold on, before we get into it, a little background on this. So today, one of the things that I was most looking forward to today was uh, James Nathan. So uh, the stance we call him, um, one of the absolute nicest guys in the hobby, and just a laugh a minute guy. Last year on Saturday night, he was like. You know there's that geek list every month on BGG about, hey, I'm the only one that's played this game this month. And he was like, I want to do a not hot games room night to where let's just get some of the most obscure off the wall. Might be good, might be just a absolute train wreck of a game. Let's play those games one night. And I was like, dude, I'm in. Brilliant, yes. brilliant. I'm all over it. So... He brought like 10 games. He had contacted the folks at BGG, said, hey, can I check out, can you guys go into the archives and get these games and let me check them out for the night? And they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. So we got like 10 games. And I went there fully expecting to have played just some really bad games the whole night. Litter box Almond Roca. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> And come to find out, I played three games. One was so bad, we didn't even finish the second round. And we were all like, yep, we're done. Tapping out. All right, that's it. The other two, I am actively searching out copies of. One of which, Hinkle and Stein. And this is the point where heavy cardboard jumps the shark. Because this game is heavy in... It's well, literally one heavy. Sense. It's heavy. It's a literal box of rocks. <laughs> it's it really is. Like I I tried to describe it, and then it occurred to me, I'm excited to go play a box of rocks. So Hinkle and Stein is a a, a shoebox game. So it follow it's the same. It's Chili Spiel, which is the climbers originally in Neue Heimat, and it's uh, Klaus Sock, um, who did a number of dexterity games and everything. So what this is, is it's basically a seesaw. 
everybody has asymmetric uh, quantities of rocks. And all the rocks as a group weigh the same between the four factions, if you will, kind of the four different types of stone. And it's all about you get to place one stone on either end of the seesaw, but it's also a bidding or an auction game, kind of a, a gambling, a wagering game to where you add to the, the, uh, the what, what you're going to win, you add or you take one from the kitty and take it to where you're not going to take the entire, you're not going to split the whole You're, you're cutting your losses. Exactly. If, uh, I'm not going to win, so let me, exactly. And one person dictates turn order and oh, how important that can be. Yeah. Turn order fucking matters. <laughs> the person you yeah. pick. Yeah, the person you pick matters. matters. Yeah, because you're watching out for everyone's uh, special ability that they have, right? I mean, uh, not only are the rocks shaped differently, but everyone's got their own one-time use for the most case. And so you're kind of hedging your bet whether they're going to pull it with you or not. So the thing that I like is the person that gets screwed the most gets to start off in the strongest position and then gets to decide who the people are and who you pick really matters. Right, in the order in which you pick them because yeah. it, it looks like a, there's no thought process in this game. It looks like, like at first glance, I have some rocks, I put them out there, okay, yeah, you win, okay, that's that. At, at first glance, I feel like there's... A second level of like, okay, I put out the heavy rocks when I want to put out the heavy rocks, and then I put out the light rocks when they say it's light, but there's another level of, okay, what if I know I'm going to lose, so I put out a lighter rock, even though it's supposed to be heavy, and then I know I'm going to lose, so I pick a spot so I get a call that I go heavy next time it's it's it, it it's it's really level. meta it's as much playing the players as it is Definitely. the actual game itself right yeah and and i think that the the most interesting part is all of the different like factions have their own special powers that really balance each other out well so one of them makes the pot a lot bigger but they don't have any other power so you have to call on them at the right time to make sure that they put in the money so that you win or otherwise you're, you're going to end up behind everyone. But on the other hand, if you get someone to say, oh, I'm going to lose, and then you jump on their team and you win, you're going to win that round. So it's, it's like multiple levels in there. And how one faction can move the fulcrum point to where the seesaw is a little bit unbalanced now, and they can decide that at, on their turn. And so another faction can put out multiple rocks to be able to weight one side down a little bit more and when to use it because like you said it's it's a one-time use and i was like it, it's one of those games where when i played it i was like ah okay and then i was like oh oh okay now it's wow okay now i see that there is layer upon layer upon layer on how many layers deep you want to go with this box of rocks that it is <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty nice box of rocks. And, and I actually think I went, so I played two games of this, and I think I went from playing possibly the easiest faction to the hardest. Now, the easy one, you get two rocks, and everyone else has five. So you're either choosing heavy or light. There's no real in-between. 
but your special powers you can use both. So that's a one-time thing, and you have some decision to make there. And if you choose both, and it's heavy, you're basically going to win because that's those two rocks are the equivalent of five of somebody else's rocks. Which you can never use, you can't use all five in any other faction, so it's almost a guaranteed win, right? The, the closest thing is another faction with a heavy rock and a light rock that you can pair together and then pick back one of the two. So now don't get me wrong, I think there's plenty of interesting decisions to make there, but I think you know generally what your correct decision is and everyone else knows what to expect of you. And you compare that with the second faction I played, and you have the ability to toss in double to the pot what anyone else can. And that's really tricky when the chief calls on you early in the phase, because yeah. you gotta know exactly how this game's gonna go down. You're putting big money, if you wanna use your special power to put big money in the pot, you better be confident. And the order in which the chief then chooses after you will can affect whether or not you made a right decision. And so it's as much, like I said, as much playing the players as it is the actual, you know, just seesaw game of it itself. And I, I was very pleasantly surprised when I first played this at the Not Hot Games room tonight. The first thing I did after we played was I went to BGG to read the comments. And there were 12 comments. <laughs> And there are some really bad comments. Like, they, like people don't, they never got to that aha moment. They just said, oh, there's more decisions in rock, paper, scissors than there in, is in this game. And it's almost the same type of critiques or not even critiques, but the judgments that get made on games like Northern Pacific or other winsome games that look stupid simple on the surface, like, oh, these are all obvious decisions, and people don't realize, oh, wait a minute, it just looks like they're simple decisions. It's all, you know that I know that you know that you know over here how this is going to play out, and it becomes a much more meta game. And I was... I was shocked at, at the kind of game that this was that literally is a box of rocks. I mean, so one awesome thing, th this game, uh, and we've been at this con for, what, three days now, and this game drew a crowd unlike any other game I've played so far this week. There is extremely exciting moments when you've got your finger on the end of the, the seesaw and you're just waiting to see when you let go is it going to drop? That, <laughs> that moment is so tense and everyone gets excited because the, the physics of it just adds a whole other layer of uncertainty. People without are positioning their rocks right up against the edge of where they can go. Even yeah. though I'm pretty sure that didn't make a difference one way or the other at all. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a nice layer of uncertainty without feeling just totally random. Although this did get the biggest crowd around it i would say the game that i enjoyed the most was bus because that was just like a very very fun game to like just get out on the table we could play it in i, I don't know how long it actually took but it felt like i don't know an hour and a half hour and a half sounds right but i i felt like bus was one where everyone that we played with got really excited at the end of like oh man, I wish I would play that again. And it was just 
quick and fun, and then it was also just very like pretty to look at at the end too. I don't know that I've ever heard bus described as pretty. It's <laughs> it, it has kitschy art. It very much does. Uh, you should and, look at Sweater Mike's tweet. Oh, I, I, I will. Yeah, so Sweater Mike, that was uh, you guys were saying that that, that was the first time that, or uh, it was towards the end that he actually realized that. Oh wait, this is a splatter game. Yeah. So I, you know, everyone always. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I've been in board gaming for two years and I found my way to splatter within the past year and when you're at that level of just getting introduced to you know Edward your your end of the spectrum here one of the things is when you hear splatter for the first time everyone says the big five bus deserves to be named right alongside the big five this is it's a tragedy that it's not named alongside the others so speaking as the guy that prefers the lighter games, the quicker games, the ability to actually get through a game relatively quickly and really understand what the game is about but still have like multiple levels of complexity and strategy behind it is really fun. And I really want to play it again, even though we just played it twice over the last two days, which is probably more than I normally play because Kyle buys enough board games that we get through it once, maybe twice, before we go on to the next. Yeah, welcome to the hobby, right? I mean, that, that, that's really the MO of late. So, all right, so Matt, this is your first time at BGGCon as well, so impressions so far? Well, first of all, I appreciated the heavy cardboard tour of the uh, facilities and <laughs> kind of the layout. I, I also got that, so... So now I don't feel special. Well... <laughs> Well, it, hold on. It's actually the funny thing is, so they're they're all three of my roommates. It's first timers here at BGGCon. So Kyle, Jason, and Sweater Mike, um, and then it just it, yeah. Matt. It was yeah. yours and yeah. and your buddy Ray's as well, right? Yeah. Yep. So we had a whole lot of first timers kind of in our circle of of folks that we kind of ran with a little bit, and so it just seemed like the right thing to do. I didn't get a tour, but. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not in the heavy cardboard commune oh, over in room yeah, whatever. 212 or whatever it is. So here, we'll, we'll let Matt talk about the commune. No, I, I, I'll tell you what. Um, the games are fantastic, but the people. I mean, just the community and making new friends. Uh, it's, it's been an amazing experience, and, and it's not over yet. And the, the games have been fantastic. Bus was, uh, was fantastic. Uh, Henkel and Stein. I mean, just you wouldn't imagine. You, you bust out literally a box of rocks, spread it on the table, and you're like, wow, this is going to be a fantastic, uh, uh, you know, uh, next hour in front of us. So it's, it's been a fantastic experience. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, the people here are fantastic. And I feel like I've got a leg up because, I mean, I've got a whole network of the elephants that, hey, we're playing bus. Hey, we're playing wildcatters. Need one more player. And it's great that like we've just got a few extra connections to make that happen, to find a few more friendly faces that we'll probably see around a lot more. It's been great. Cool. So my first year, uh, this is what I think year four for me. Here we go. Story time. I heard people saying repeatedly, yeah, yeah, it's about the it's about the people, it's about the people. And I was like, what? It's got to be about the games. The library here is incredible. Um, I mean, I, there's 
there's a whole area of the key series. There's Keytum, there's Keytown, the original key series game. Just hanging out in the library, just as you do. And it blows me away that, that, and so I'm like, how could it ever be about the people? And now the games, they matter. I mean, it, it, it's, but ultimately it's the conduit, right? It still is all about the people and making friends. And whether it's friends that you meet and you only see once a year here at BGGCon or whether it's uh, you see at con after con whenever you're on the circuit, so to speak. Or people like Matt who you would never get to play with at home. No, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Six Saturdays and a Sunday. Uh, no, it, it's, it's awesome. It really is about, and, and this right here, just, I mean, it's 3.30 in the morning and yeah. we're just sitting around and four of us, and by us I mean y'all, are drinking, you know, whiskey and we're just sitting around shooting the shit, having a good time, just talking about whatever. And yeah, it, it, the, these are some of my favorite times about at, at the conventions, for sure. Did you have a favorite time today other than the gaming? Did we go to something today where there was... I don't know if it was my interesting favorite, but it was... Objection leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so Brandon, uh, Brandon. So last night was the heavy cardboard meetup, and yes. we 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 did all that. Yes. And tonight was the Brawling Brothers meetup with Brandon and Josh, Correct. and uh, they had it at Hard Eight, which is the kind of one of the main spots to go to go have dinner, which is the barbecue joint with the uh, huge pit barbecue, the whole nine yards. So. Uh, both you and I went as well as the TBG guys and everything. Support our friends and, and go and have a good time, plus have some good barbecue. So we go. And being the Brawling Brothers, they had to do something goofy off the wall to be able to, for their giveaways, for the games. And they had this game, Dear Lord, I think I, it was. I stopped paying attention when they started talking. Right. They, uh, <laughs> so they had tickets, drew, drew two tickets, and two names got drawn. Jim. Mine and? Someone else. Someone else who was the wife of a listener of Punching Cardboard and Heavy Cardboard, who thought the Heavy Cardboard meetup was tonight, and messaged me because they were getting a shirt from me, and I said, no, you want to bring it to me at the heavy cardboard meeting. I said, yeah, that was last night. So I met them in the uh, lobby in the morning, and they're, well, where are you gaming? All right, told them where we're gaming. They came up. We did a little Madeira. And then, well, you know, everybody started saying, all right, we got to go to Heart 8. Can we go? Sure. So so you were <laughs> so the... So I'm responsible for them showing up to which, to the which... dog and pony show, to the to the old vaudeville act that was wait, wait, your Brawling lawyer, Brothers. You're a lawyer right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lawyer. <laughs> and so this is the the Irish Catholic guilt coming Sure, coming absolutely. Because, I, I silent. Extremely Because what happened next was one of the most uncomfortable, <laughs> uh, unfortunate, <laughs> awkward, just... Oh, God, moments <laughs> that I've ever been privy to yeah. since I've been in the hobby. So, yeah. so well, they... no, so let's start before we go off to the, to the heart eight. Oh, We're God. in the oh, lobby. Oh, okay. So it's four o'clock in the four afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon. And we walk up. Now, bear in mind, folks, that this con is all about the people. 
<laughs> we walk out. To, we're all meeting at the lobby. There's 10 of us, 15, whatever. Yeah. And security is literally one dude's got his legs. The other security guys got him by the arms. And they're physically carrying this dude out the front door of the hotel through the lobby, through the kind of the lobby foyer area. And dude, here, here, this a, hotel. after here. he threw a drink at them and stood around and, and staggered around saying a bunch of stuff that nobody could understand, and we all thought, well, maybe he wasn't drunk, maybe he was a little maybe he was different. off his yeah. meds. I, I think or... he kept his library game out an hour too late. <laughs> maybe he was requesting Munchkin. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, and we're like, what the hell is going on? And we're watching this, and we were about to go out to the cars or uber or whatever it was going to be and everyone's kind of like let's just kind of take a couple steps back get out of the way and dude was slurring and just four o'clock in the afternoon yeah and that was five o'clock somewhere (laughs) i've never seen that in any convention i've ever gone shorts i don't know if he's out at the pool yeah it was hammer yeah no you know nothing on some serious day drinking going on anyway so that was that so leads up to dear lord so you get called up as well as a wife of a listener gets called right. up. We will, we will protect their anonymity here. And so they draw a card from Dear Lord card deck, which is do something silly, right? Whatever well, it was. They didn't draw a card. Now, here's, here's where I feel so bad for them because they rifled through the deck and said, this would be a good idea. And they put it to the side and they took about six cards out of that deck to, to use. Note, Jim is still not legally response <laughs> so so they 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 drew one of these cards one of those six or seven and like uh, silly stuff like yeah. who can clap the fastest or whatever right and this was who can jump the highest now jim you play hockey sure right but still i can't i i like when i heard that i just cringed a little i was like really you're gonna make these people do this but okay uh, adults people who are probably over 30, let's say. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right, right. Fair <laughs> enough. So uh, she was like, okay, I'll do this. So she jumps up. Okay, good. Lands, no problem. Kind of leans back a little on her heels. Landed flat-footed, and it sent her back. Yep, and went ass over tea kettle and just hit the edge of a bar Ooh. just wrong on the back of her head. Oh. And... You just, there was this, there was just this moment, this pall that fell over everything and everyone's like, oh God, please let her be okay. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm fine. And then she, she, <laughs> she, she touched it and, and, and she touched it and she was bleeding and we're like, oh God, oh no. So thankfully, Longstreet's wife, Longstreet's Holly, wife, Holly, is, was there. She's a she's a registered swearing nurse. at people for ten seconds to rush out and help her. Right. She's like, I'm a nurse. Are you okay? Right. So she took her down to the woman's bathroom and did all that. Yeah. At that moment, things got really uncomfortable. After that, and it was just, it, it like you could see the panic yeah. in Josh and Brandon, which I don't blame them. I no, I would no, have no. done the exact same thing. Long story short, she ended up going to the doctor, got a couple staples, CT scan was fine, but oh my God, really? Oh, I felt so, I felt mm. horrible for everybody involved. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Um, and, and the interesting part was I just figured she would just do a little jump 
and then I would do a little less of a jump, and then they'd hand out the prizes, right? right? You know, I would play along to no, the she, point she where went full she into went it. Full, just competitive, <laughs> like, I'm going to beat you. She's I'm going to beat you down. She's a and, gamer. You know, and then, and then uh, it was, I didn't know what to Hold do. Hold on. For the record, she did win. And she did get a game, okay? Yes. So she yes. she absolutely did get a yes. game. So yes, so they, there was they got that. two games because her husband was called up next, right? <laughs> so. And that was, it was just. But they were troopers. They were they were good sports. Yeah. They were they were cool about it, and which I felt relieved about because that could have been a really really bad situation. Yeah. So so um, ended up. The rest of the night went fine. Everything was cool. Um, just glad to hear that they're okay. They are like, back. I have seen them. We get uh, we carry their games back to the hotel for them, and we brought them. Chris, Chris, and I brought them up to their room, and they were playing a game in their room. Smiles were there. Cool. And, you know, and, and so. now, now a year from now, it'll all be it'll laughs be story, and giggles yeah. after the lawsuit. So that's yeah. awesome, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Remember Brawling Brothers, Brandon and Josh. <laughs> Not me. Jim, Not me. You Not you, Matt. Matt suggested they go, you and I said, her. okay, fine. So, all right. So, yeah, that was that was a good time tonight. The uh, one other thing that happened earlier in the day was Travis hosted a winsome game, a winsome day, a winsome games day, and people were kind of, uh, kind of tapping in and out and checking in and out and getting games in and everything. And I decided I had to go because I got to say this was an awesome idea. It was a last second idea by Travis. Uh, and he said, and he talked about this in last night's Daily Diary, that he was going to have this day. Well, he, he made up these shirts and had them shipped. And I was like, I have to have one of these shirts, but I have to actually play one of the wins because it's – Win some day at BGG Con 2017. Can't get a shirt if you don't play. You don't take part. So I did. I went down there and I played a game that I can't talk about. I'll say no more other than it was a good game and I'm looking forward to seeing it. The end. I had to go as well. But I didn't make it. Because so. <laughs> I forgot and nobody reminded me on you know, a daily diary. I hate suspense and y'all are the worst. Just, Sorry, just throwing that in there. Sorry. Uh, Have you met Edward? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either out of print, Hank Einstein, Turin Market, um, or we can't really talk about it. We but... know it's coming, and you're going to love it. Tune in nine months from now. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that that was just cool to experience that. And um, uh, Cole was down there. Travis was down there. Marcus was there, which it's a bummer. Uh, Marcus is... Um, big-time Wargamer as well as a big-time Winsome and just a really, really nice guy. He only is able to make it for one day out of all the days of BGG Con. So That's today was the day, yeah. which is a bummer, but at least got to be a part of Winsome Day. So that was really, really cool. So I would say for, for me, today was the best day so far of the, of the entire con. Um, I mean... Again, it's after 3.30, and we're still having a good time, and right? And, yeah. It's God, good. we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're going to pay for this. We're, we are so going to pay for this tomorrow. Uh, and on that note, Brandon and Jordan came up uh, while we were playing Hankel and Stein, and that was, that was cool, just catching up with them and him and his. Uh, they, they were feeling no pain this evening. Yes. However, I got a bone to pick with Josh. 
I really got a bone to pick with Josh. He caught an Uber to in and out and didn't invite us. I don't know. Wait a minute. Is this after Hard Eight? Yes, this is this evening. Oh, like, he didn't like, get enough at Hard Eight. <laughs> he had to go to In and Out. All right. But the real crime is that he's in Texas and went to In and Out and not Whataburger. No, 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 no. Amanda is going to listen to this and be like, yep, uh huh. She's a Texas girl. She doesn't know any better. In and Out is far better than Whataburger. Hands down. Not even a competition here. Uh, Amanda's a really big fan of Whataburger. Uh, I am not. I'm actually not even a huge fan of In-N-Out, but... You're dead to me. Uh, but but Matt being from California, obviously, that it comes... So you and I, tomorrow night... Before, we're going. Before, we're going. We, before we get exhausted from staying up way too late tonight, we're hitting up In-N-Out at some point. It's going to happen. So in terms of burgers, we've got... I'm from Austin with Kyle and you know we got Hop Dotty, we got Mighty Fine Water Waterburger is a little bit below that. In and outs in between those two. Yawn. I, I don't understand any of you people. Really. I mean I'm from Chicago. We don't talk about chains as being Oh, you got to go to this chain fast food restaurant. It's the best thing in the world. In you go out. to real restaurants and you get real food. That's the best food in the world. I agree, but In and Out has a bit of a cult following. Really, is yeah. it's it, yeah, it that's is. all they have. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the same thing as what Krispy Kreme had cult right. following, and then they come into your area and everybody goes, oh, let's stand in line for seven days to get a damn kind of donut. Like Cubs. What? Yeah, cult following. Cult following. <laughs> okay. Matt's on the crack now. He's run out of whiskey. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. Uh, good first, good first con for you guys then. Terrible. Not coming back. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been great. We got one more awesome day. We're playing Wildcatters in the morning, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, can't pick a favorite day yet. I mean, it's just been nonstop gaming with great people. Awesome time. I mean, really yeah. hope we're awake for it. At this point, I. Don't know how much sleep we'll get, but I do believe we'll get you know two three hours. Oh, at least four hours. Four. That's, you four. get four hours. Okay. You're good. All right. You, four you, hours. You could make it for especially with tomorrow being the last full day of the convention. Four hours of sleep, you can power through. So what it is about four o'clock. You guys are getting up at ten. So two hours of spooning, four hours of sleep, and you're back. Right. Easy game. There you go. Right. Easy game. You took the mic at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you got it now. Go, go. Uh. <laughs> All right, I've explained this to Edward 7,000 times. This is radio. This is not video. They can't see that you're losing your shit. So you have to act, actually make sounds. And scene. Go. So, all right. So, so Matt, your, your overall? Are we really uh, it's, it's been fantastic, you know, Jim notwithstanding. Um, no, it's been great. Your, uh, the, the heavy cardboard get-together last night was fantastic. Um, got to play with, uh, with folks. Um, Shout-out to Iron Curtain. Fantastic little thinky filler game. Really, really good. Enjoyed it. Um, nice guys. Yeah, Oscar and, oh. and Daniel, both the designers, came up, and they were a part. And uh, as I mentioned in last night's Daily Diary, Oscar just just beat me stu like a redheaded stepchild at Clask. Just oh, he does things. He spins around. I was undefeated till I played him. He spins around. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he he. I asked him how many games of this do you have realistically, and he said 
somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 games. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I no longer feel bad about getting a point in two games. So If he'd spent all that time on the stock market, he'd be independently wealthy, right? right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, no, fantastic. But, but again... The community is fantastic. The fellowship, I've, I've just really enjoyed it. Good. All right. Yeah, no, I we played 4X last night. That was one of those that I've been talking to Kyle about for a while, and, and I was really excited to be able to play that one. Played, I don't know, like three or four Splatter games, which I've been always amazed at how much I enjoy those. And being someone that enjoys heavier games, but not quite as heavy as I think that y'all typically play. Not true from the sound I mean, of things. I mean, yeah. all the games you've been playing is right in our wheelhouse. Ankle and Stein. I mean, it was... Okay, okay. I mean, heavy as in not like rocks. Right. Heavy. No, no, no. I'm saying you've played Wildcatters, you've played uh, Bush, you've played Roads and Boats. Wildcatters. And, but, 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 but still, the point yeah. is, yeah, no, there's... You're... You're, yeah. So so point being I've I've played like a like dozen new games and it's been really fun to uh, for my first con to meet a bunch of new play, people and play those games with new people you know I I've, I've actually been surprised at how much I've enjoyed the people slash games aspect of of the whole con has it uh, uh, what I'm most curious about has it I don't know what you guys expected from the convention, but has it has it hit the notes what you were expecting? Has it been what you expected? I guess I I honestly was didn't have too much of expectation because I bought my ticket like five six days ago. At the same time, I was expecting okay, I'll play some board games and then be bored walking around and looking at people talking about board games. Being able to just play a bunch of board games most of the day has been really a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect. About a month ago was when I realized that this was the week of BGG Con. And then, you know, like I said, bought the ticket spontaneously. I had to ask around, like, what do I, what do, I do? Do I show up and, like, I don't have anything scheduled. Am I going to find people to play games with? I, I made a list of things, games I'm thinking of buying. He checked it twice. Games that I want to look at the, uh, the reprints for 2018, things like that. And uh, I didn't know what to expect. Like, am I going to get to play these with people? And yeah, everyone's just, you know, they see your box. Oh, you're playing Buzz? Yeah, let me get in on that. And so it's been fantastic. Like, I, I've just cleared that list that I made. And uh, so, I mean, it's gone above and beyond my expectations. Like, just nonstop, great time. Cool. Yeah, I had uh, uh, agree with Kyle. I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, uh, the one thing that's been a pleasant surprise is you walk around, you meet somebody, you play a game. It's like your old friends. It's just been uh, been really good. Yeah, old friends that you know, people I know from Denver, from HeavyCon, um, and then uh, people you meet for the first time. It's uh, really good. Cool. So for you, Jim, um because last year was hit or miss, mostly maybe miss, kind of. Where am I again? <laughs> what are we talking about? No, seriously. So last year wasn't the best time. I had a, I had a few moments last year. Yeah, I've yeah, talked yeah. about it on my show. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So has it been better? Um, yeah, it's been different. But, you know, I know a lot more people here. 
Um, so I'm, I just have no expectations this year. I had some expectations of the way certain things work, and I don't even think those things are here this year, one of them, um, that I attended with the game. And um, I'll be cryptic, but I don't want to go into it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, because having gone to this last year, having been to HeavyCon and uh, meeting the crazies that go to that place – uh, running around with them here, yes, you're one. Yeah, of them. right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, it's just been it's been a lot of fun. I don't have any pressure. I don't care what I play at the moment. Uh, I don't really care who I'm playing with. I'm just you know letting what comes come. Cool. So, yeah. All right, good deal. So just out of curiosity, with y'all guys been here a couple of times, it sounds like several times before. How's this one compared to previous ones? Huh. This is different. There's a different vibe here. It's really mellow. Yeah, it's totally <clears throat> laid back. Like because it, it flies. It's the polar opposite of something like Essen, where right. Essen, it's constant go go go, and I'm constantly essentially working because you're networking, you're talking with publishers, you're meeting with designers, as well as meeting with listeners and viewers and everything and all that. But it's not about gaming. Right. I played more games yesterday or any one day here at BGGCon than I played at both Essens combined. But also compared to the other BGGCons, it because of PAX East and their or offers. Or PAX Unplugged. PAX, PAX Unplugged. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they call it. Um, PAX. You got the PAX right. PAX, right. we're doing it the same day as BGGCon, but we accidentally did that. Whatever they call in that stuff. Yeah. Oh, we got to get into board games too because we just don't have enough. All right. Just don't get me started on that. Um, because of them, uh, a lot of the big wigs in the 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 media, you know, your a lot of your YouTubers, all those people, they went east. They went out to Philadelphia, and so there's there's not the vibe. there's players here. There's not the vibe of everybody networking that I saw last year. Yeah, it's definitely um, a lot more laid back in that respect. That that is true. Yeah, it just seems like all the rooms are filled with people playing. The floor is filled with people playing. It just just you just get the sense that it's a, it's just for gamers. And that's the the avenue I've taken. Even you have just decided, you know, I'm not going to have to be I'm not working. constantly I'm working. Not working. Yeah. I'm going to stop where you did. You're working early on, and then you stopped, and you're playing games, yep. right? Yep. So, and I mean, it's been it's been relaxing. I mean, I'm tired. I mean, I'm just I'm worn down. Well, nobody's a little sleeping, bit, right? Well, that that's part of it. Takes no a lot of energy to spoon. <laughs> but all that said, uh, Jason's a tall, skinny guy. It, you know? It's been relaxing. It's you been gotta keep enjoyable. Elbows and knees. <laughs> the other reason he's not working is because none of us, I mean, he blames me all the time, but none of us are leaving him alone. True. But, no, it, I, I'm, I'm enjoying just being a gamer at this. Um, I mean, yes, you know, people are coming up, whatever. I'm, I'm meeting folks, you know, and, and listeners and viewers and stuff. But it's less about... It's less about working and all about just, you know what, here I'm a gamer and that's cool. I'm, I'm all for that. It's nice to have a convention like that outside of, say, really HeavyCon. It's this and HeavyCon are the only two in which I'm not on. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's, it, it's just, it's been cool. I've yeah. enjoyed it. It's definitely a lot more laid back than in the past, it seems, but we're also... 
I, wa I, I wonder how much of it is like what you said to where there's less media folk here. I wonder if it's that or if, in my case specifically, there's less pressure now that the patron drive has come and gone and I don't have to I, I, it, it's less stressful in general. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't care about promoting my show. It's strange because you have a BGG nominated best podcast. I have a BGG nominated best podcast. There's a podcast panel here this week that neither one of us were asked on. So, who cares? We're just here to play games. Just gamers. That's it. So, so if y'all are just gamers, what have been the favorite games that y'all have just played? Huh. All right. So let's see. So Turn Market is definitely yeah, high turn up. Turn Market. That market. that was just at the crazy little game that just turned everybody. Two two turns in. I want a copy. I want a copy. Yep. Seriously. Too so bad that for you that, that has been one. universally. <laughs> Loved across yeah. the board. Yeah. Right. Um, Why? It uh, because it just made us crazy as we started playing. Uh, really, we got a bid, and oh my god, I just bid all this money, and I oh no, and it, and it's yeah. a really tight, hard, mean auction game. Four in fifteen turns, minutes. Right. Yeah. Wait, painfully simple. The entire game is fifteen minutes, or? and it is yes. agonizing the entire fifteen minutes. Yeah. and you're gonna hate yourself and hate everyone at the table and love it all at the same time. You're you're saying there's a heavy auction game that only takes fifteen minutes. Yep, dead on. We'll we'll play it tomorrow. I, oh, I was gonna say. I suspect it might be here at four four a.m. That, that <laughs> actually. It is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, technically it is. So turn market definitely was is definitely up there. And we talked about that. We have. Yeah. Uh, Kali Mala has been one of the hits of the con. For I'll us, be honest. Yeah. I well no of the con. I think it's number two on the hotness here. Whatever. Now when we were looking on the screen earlier, okay, the, it was number two was something with frogs and bunnies and whatever. I don't okay. know. But that... I I see it being played a lot. I'm bordering on the point now to where I need a break from it because I played it so much and I've taught it so much. It's time to step away so I don't burn out from it. Um, I, I really enjoyed the Washington, D.C. Albin Viard map that we played at Age of Steam today, earlier today. That was really, really good. Uh, other than that, um, honestly, Hinkle and Stein that I played tonight at the Not Hot Games, as well as with you fellas, and then another one that I played at in the Not Hot Games room that is the second one that I want to actively hunt down is another quirky uh, auction game called Basket Boss. So it's, it's a basketball theme using like kind of caricatures of real NBA players, but it's under its veneer, it's actually a really pretty clever little auction game that, that was about 75 minute long game for four of us that I really, really enjoyed that I A, never heard of and B, would have never given the time of day to had it not been for the not hot games thing tonight. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that, that's it. And you know what I'm not talking about in all of this? No, what? A lot of the essing games outside of really Kalimala, right? Which right. that's, I just, I, I don't know if it's partly I know I have a mountain of them waiting for me at the house when I get back, or there's been a lot of, oh, that's fine, 
that I'm getting feedback from mm -hmm. on a lot of these games. Yes. But that's not to say that that will be the case when I play them for me. But universally, it seems a whole lot of, eh, so far this year, I think is, is it. So it's been a lot of not hot games that have been really the ones that have kind of, you know, piqued my interest and, and really kind of made me raise an eyebrow uh, so far this weekend. So speaking as someone that doesn't have a huge board game collection, if I were to look back over the past 10 years and say, hey, I've got a half dozen, dozen games that I own, and then I'm looking to expand my collection, there's a lot of hot games that are honestly pretty expensive, and then there's a lot of ones that are out of print and I can't get. Which are even more expensive. Which are right. even more expensive. Like, what are some of the ones that are, like, in print, we can get, that you just enjoy? Four in the morning ain't the time to answer me. <laughs> no, I can't think that much right now. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that down the road. Isn't that what your show is for? Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> this is for screwing around, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. I mean, I, I would say High Frontier going into Zoo Ball was pretty sublime. That 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 was awesome. And starting it's not with Zoo Ball, science, right? Yeah, and then you know when we're getting down to the end of this and we can't get anybody to score to end the Zoo Ball. It's not rocket science, Jim. We already did that. So uh, it was the right time, right place. But yeah, I mean. I played Madeira because Madeira is great. I haven't gone after the hot games because I'm hearing the same things. I'm seeing the same things. I've been disappointed by a couple of them already. And as you say, Kalimala actually landed much higher than expectations. So, Cool. All right. Well, that's that was a long one. But hopefully folks like it. I mean, this right here, like this kind of like not really round table. We're just sitting around chewing the fat. On a this, square too. The, rectangle. It's a rectangle. This is kind of what makes BGGCon BGGCon. Is this right here, right? So it just so happens that you know what? Hey, let me hit record. Let's do this and and let folks in on what it's like to be here at four in the morning, just sitting around with friends, having a good time, right? So. So if you're not and you're feeling sad about that, don't listen to this. Right. <laughs> We're sorry. We didn't yeah, mean to right. make you feel no, bad. No, what that means is come February, you want tickets, get ready to get tickets. But wait five minutes till after we all get ours. Right, yeah, yeah. Priorities yeah. here, people. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, y'all. We'll be back uh, tomorrow for the last uh, Daily Diary since I'm out of here. My flight leaves at 6.30 Sunday morning, so tomorrow is my last full day here, so it should be, should be a good time. Probably be a lot of coffee, a lot of tea, a lot of whiskey for y'all. So he'll be recording at 4 a.m. Sunday morning before he hits the bus for the plane. You nailed it. Exactly that. Yep. Right after in and out. Yes. You <laughs> betcha. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Fellas, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks, Edward. All right. Thanks for doing it, guys. Thank you. All right. Good night, y'all. Good night.